Each and every Wednesday morning, we lace them up. Try to go side by side with everybody's running buddy, Kelly Smith. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you? I'm fine. It's all good, man. It's uh, it's it's better running weather. That's for sure. It's cool. It is. It is. It is much better running weather. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that we didn't have a couple of high school. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunate. Everybody's getting ready for the sectionals this Saturday. So uh, I think we only had one county school in action. But it's uh, this is, you know, what they all shoot for this weekend. And the next uh, couple weekends after we'll go, you know, we, we kind of re- organize this this year a little bit larger sectionals that'll be hosted in bedford at 11 o'clock on saturday and then um the the teams around this area uh well i well we've got a coach here that might be able to explain it to us a little bit better <laughs> he can help can. us out yeah a uh, a happy coach evans from the uh edgewood uh girls and boys teams and uh well, well before we get into uh the, where we're heading as far as sectionals yeah. and the new layout and all that stuff uh congratulations coach Th- Thank you. Yeah, Whitwick champions, both boys and girls. Has uh, has, has have the boys and girls ever won in the same year before? Uh, the last time was two thousand eight. So two thousand eight. Okay. And, well, very good. Well, congratulations. That's uh, that's nice to see. That's awesome. I, I you know I know um um. Oh my gosh! Why do I just I just Northview? I could I'm thinking Brazil. I almost wanted to call him Brazil <laughs> High School. But, uh, I know Northview has been a, a pretty good uh, competition for you the last few years, Zach. What was the difference this year? Um, I think we were just a little bit more consistent this year than um, what they were. They graduated a lot of kids, uh, both on the boys and girls side, and we brought back basically the whole team for both the boys and the girls. And, that was about it. All right, and you win, you win both. And uh, what uh, I mean, are you looking like you're senior loaded, or you've still got a young team on both sides? No, on both sides, we bring back six out of seven next year. So wow, wow. So things are uh, things are looking pretty good. You want to talk about uh, the performance some of the kids had this uh, past weekend? Yeah. Um, so the boys won fifty to fifty eight over Northview. Uh, pretty close meet um, overall. I think the top five average was sixteen forty seven, which was by far the best that we've had this this year and the best that we've had probably since i've been coaching there so um the big standout would be tucker mccarty uh breaking 17 minutes for the first time finishing eighth and getting all conference i mean that was really big for him so nice uh, that's about it on the boys side all right on the girls side on the girls side um hannah crane was second overall um riley haskett broke 20 minutes for the first time um and as a team they won 32 to 47 which i mean it's essentially a three-way meet between us Northview and Indian Creek so okay that's a pretty big margin yeah, that's pretty good no doubt about it there was a uh, there was a bunch of happy happy runners over there and a happy coach I saw after uh, oh yeah after that meet was over there in uh, Brown County fun course and uh how are you feeling about this weekend you, you're ready to go uh ready to go I mean I, it's again it's pretty much a dual meet between us and Columbus North both both on the boys and girls side um the boys you know Columbus North up top 10 top maybe even top five team in the state but on the girls side i think we do have a shot and you know if we if we were to win that'd be the first time in school history to win a sectional so uh, just an exciting opportunity very nice and uh this is you are taking off over to brown county right yeah we go to brown county the bloomington schools go to bedford north and south gonna go to bedford and uh uh, kelly we gotta get used to a whole new layout here man i'm just confused as to where everybody's at 
Yeah, and and I don't know if Zach has the same feelings. I I, I still feel like this is going to get tweaked over the next couple of years. Um, you know, I, I I don't know how sold they are on this, but you know, the reason for this is there were some sectionals in the state in which almost everybody, if not everybody, was going to regional. So I don't disagree with the premise, um, but I'm always a little confused as to why Edgewood would be literally passing Bloomington North High School on their way to a meet in which Bloomington North won't be competing. You know, it's, it's, uh, doesn't make any sense, but, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I, we'll see. I mean, you know, I think where do you go then Zach for regionals? You guys go down to Evansville as well. Yep. Okay. So all all of our schools will be in Evansville next weekend then. Okay. Okay. Which, you know, that, that, that is good. Um, Zach, take us back just a little bit, obviously coming into this year. Um, what were your, realistic expectations for both the boys and girls teams realistic expectations um you know make it to state on both the boys and girls side um we lost one of our top three boys um transferring so uh, but you know the the idea was still we can have a shot like we'll be close um on the boys side um and and I think that over the last couple of weeks we've shown that we are. But um, on the girls' side, it was we knew we were bringing back a really really solid team, one that probably should have made the state meet last year, and um, that's the real goal, you know. And I mean, it was really an expectation, really, for the both boys and the girls to win a conference meet, and then a goal would be more we want to make the state meet, right? You know, just try to set up the difference between those two things. Like, what do we expect to happen? What do we want to happen? What was the attitude? Let's see, how do I want to say this? Your with your girls having been there, or or feeling as if they should have been there last year, and knowing that they had the the talent to come in, you, you've you've got them going. What was their kind of outlook as a team? And then you got the boys. You said they lost one of their top runners. Now you're asking and expecting them to to do something they couldn't do last year. What, what was the atmosphere like and the attitude with both the girls and boys teams at the beginning of the year? And how is that? changed or evolved throughout the season uh, i mean it's been great like the the girls knew last year that again they they probably should have made it um and you know in a normal year they probably would have like our the our part of the state is much stronger than it used to be um you know that that team last year even the race they ran it at at the semi-state was probably good enough to make it each the last 10 years um as a girls team and so to see that and to be like okay we're bringing back six out of seven like they have pretty much been working the whole summer with the idea that yeah this is what we should be able to do and then on the boys side um you know we haven't really talked about can we make the state meet can we do things like that at all until last saturday and then all of a sudden the guys themselves are coming up with hey i think maybe we do have a shot you know looking at the other teams so um it's really cool just to see things like that come about organically just because they are so excited about how they've been doing recently and what they think they can do in the future. Very nice. How do you think things uh, stack up when you get to uh, regionals? Because uh, I think the expectation is all of our county schools are going to make it out of sectionals. Um, yeah. Regionals is what we're really looking at here, right? Yeah. I'm, or am I wrong about that? Because no, I think definitely. I think you, you, your boys are going to make it out of sectionals, and the North girls are going to make it out of sectionals. Yes. So we get to regionals. Uh, what? How do things stack up? What do you think? 
So I on the boys' side, it is a pretty clear top five. Like it would take a pretty special day uh, for us, for our boys, to make it out. And, and probably five teams a, are going to make it out. Yeah, right? yeah. So five teams make it out um, of regionals to the state meet. And so um, you know, Bloomington South is that fifth place team, and they're a pretty solid fifth place team. The, the first four boys' teams in the regionals are all ranked probably in the top nine, ten in the state. Okay. And then Bloomington South's about. 20th somewhere in there so um, it would take a pretty special effort on our part um, in order to make it but on the girls side um, you know we're probably solidly the third best team in the regional we've beaten those teams behind us multiple times this season um, and so I, we're feeling pretty good about it okay you think that north girls team has a chance to uh, make it to state I think they do. If you look at the last couple of weeks, Floyd Central, um, who's probably the fourth or fifth best team in the regional, they haven't been running their second girl. And if she's out, then um, Bloomington North's performances these last couple of weeks have definitely been better than theirs. And so, you know, I, I would think that if a team like Floyd Central were to slip, Bloomington North's probably the next one. It'd be fun to get uh, a lot of teams from our area up to state. There's some uh, exciting times ahead of us here, Kelly. There are, you know, one thing too that uh, we need to mention is uh, one of the changes from last year's are they're taking the top 15 individuals uh, that don't uh, come out from a state, you know, that aren't on a state team or an advancing team, uh, they'll get to go. So I think we get to look at, you know, some kids like Peyton Smith out of Linton, uh, Liliana Blaze and, and Esther out of uh, Eastern, you know, there'll be some top individuals, I think, uh, from our area as well. Uh, who will make it out and if north um girls don't make it out um i'm sure nola summers glenn and maybe another uh you know another north girl could uh see so i either way i think you're going to see some really good um representation from not only our county but certainly the area i think it's state i don't know if zach agrees with that but oh yeah 100 percent. peyton smith could win the regional as an individual yeah. i mean that's she's yeah. she's legit she's good yeah, yeah, she's tough, and and um, you know, so it's it's real exciting, and and I do I do like that more individuals are going. I think that's a, a great idea because I, it's such a great opportunity. And cross country, you can still be successful on a team that's not successful, right? We've seen that before, even in our area, we've seen that before. So this gives those kids uh, just that more opportunity to get to state and be where they should be, where they deserve to be. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be very strange for me timing edge or. Uh, I almost said it, Edgewood. Uh, <laughs> Bedford, North Lawrence, without Edgewood on Saturday. So I'm not going to be used to that. So um, certainly uh, I agree with, with Zach. I think everybody's going to get out. I agree with you, Rick. Everybody's going to get out of sectionals. Um, that's not always the case around here, right. uh, especially with split. But uh, we've got – our teams are strong enough in this area now uh, that we do that. Quick question, Zach. How does – I mean, you come from a Bloomington South program that's always been very, very competitive. You, uh, you know, Micah, very competitive at, at Edgewood. You've taken that and and really molded that into a great team of yours over there. It's how does the, the, the how do I want to say this? The qualities of the teams that we have in Bloomington, Bloomington South, Bloomington North, how does that motivate you and your team to stay, you know, on top of your game? Yeah, um... And yeah, so the, um, when I got to Edgewood, um, the, the prevailing belief um, among all sports is that the Bloomington schools are better, right? And that, you know, that 
they're probably going to beat us. Like we're competitive with the other teams, the other schools that are our size. And this, this doesn't apply to cross country. Like Micah was doing a great job in terms of like getting the, the kids to believe that they, they could compete with teams like that. But um, just trying to get them to understand that, you know, the talent is there. If we put in the work, we can compete with those sorts of teams. Um, it's definitely something that's taken a few years just because, you know, it, it's something that it, it doesn't really happen in the other sports like we don't really compete with teams that large and schools that big in the other sports and so um just getting the kids to believe that it is a possibility um and you know they, they've really taken on that belief yeah I, it's it's been so much fun to watch that and i you know I, i've go back to when you were at bloomington south and the boys didn't make the state meet and I think you, I don't know if you started it, but you were certainly a, a heavy hand in that uh, uh, Dirty South running team. And it was real clear after that, throughout the USATF cross-country season and then into indoor, that, uh, you know, those guys had decided then and there, dude, we're making that next step. So I kind of started to see your coaching and your attitude towards running kind of come out there. And you've certainly taken that to Edgewood now. I mean, those kids expect to go out and win all the time. And it's and they carry themselves like that. It's I congratulate you on what you've been able to do. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's fun stuff, and uh, you know, not only are uh, Bloomington North and Bloomington South two, uh, you know, the bigger teams in the area uh, when it comes to cross country, especially those are two of the bigger teams in the state. I mean, those are teams that yeah. are always in the top twenty. They're just uh, they're they're ranked and they're 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 big teams. Uh, they're you know. Uh, both of them have long, long, long strings of making that state tournament every single year. So uh, it, it's fun to see. That's uh, it's it's a fun counter to be in, and that's Kelly, of course, why we call it the mecca of running, and that's why right, uh, it no. wasn't even us that came up with it. We didn't call it that. Yeah. Hey, you know, we can't claim that. that that's Runner's World. Maybe. Runner's World magazine called that's it the right. uh, the mecca of running. Well, uh, we've got some other running we need to talk about too. Uh, you were uh, down in Bedford last weekend, right? I was in Bedford. We had the um... Uh, the uh, Limestone Capital Half Marathon of 5K. Uh, f- familiar name, a couple familiar names, but Kyle Stansbury comes out of his 5K weekend warrior, uh, you know, type stuff and goes down there and wins the uh, half marathon by 10 minutes. So uh, he did wow. about a five, 5.53 pace in his half marathon. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about pace here in a moment. Oh, yeah, we are. we are. Kyle Stansberry is one of the best runners in the air. He's 37 years old, still goes 117. Uh, Andy Bear was up there last year, and Andy Bear's an Olympian, and Andy went, I think, 112. So, you know, not too far behind an Olympian there. Right. Uh, Jeff Kleinlein, second place in 127. Daniel Coons, um, third place in 128. Jesse Page, former uh, quarter miler at BNL was uh, uh, fourth in 128 as well. Um, then on the female side, um, Angela Reckelhoff Mueller went 133.33. Danielle Garrison, also a former uh, BNL runner and current coach uh, for the girls cross country team, 134.09. And third place for our ladies was Stephanie uh, Guinness. Uh, Genesis, excuse me, from Nashville went 140. So it's a lot of fun down there. That's a great day. Bedford is a is a wonderful place to uh, to have an event. They just Lawrence County again just continues. Excuse me, I'm throwing a sneeze there. Uh, <laughs> continues to shine, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, but remember that 553, 117. I'm sure everybody's going to go, wow, that's crazy, you know, and and all that kind of stuff. We also had the Bloomfield. Um, uh, the uh, Apple Festival 5K results. Yeah, Timmy Ryder. 
Yeah, you know, I, he's got over 40 years old now, still tearing it up. Goes 1913 to win that event. Um, Julie Schulte was second. Jill Vance was third. They they both went sub 22, 2103 and 2134. Then Rick Peterson, Michael Floyd uh, fill out the top three on the men's side. And uh, our third place female was uh, Belinda Basinger. Um, so uh, congratulations to those guys. I'm trying to see if we've got 5K walk just to make sure that we know that uh, we don't want to forget about our walkers. They work hard, too. Stephen Floyd goes 36-30. Joanne Ali wins it uh, for the females in 39-43. So uh, great job for those guys. And I want to go back a little bit to what Zach said, because when you know, when you start no matter where you are on running, if you're a beginner or if you're, you know, in your 50s or you're just a weekend warrior in these 5Ks or you're an elite athlete. It's all mental. I mean, 80, 85 percent of this is mental. So if you start training harder and you start believing that you can break 20 minutes, you can break 17 minutes, whatever it might be in your particular event, it can be done. I mean, it really can be done. Um, A lot of these folks aren't doing anything more than what you're doing. It's just a lot of times just believing in yourself. And I think Zach talked about that with his with his kids. So uh, I don't know. I just think that's interesting to, to mention to everybody because. You don't have to be satisfied with uh, your times. If you if you want to get faster, just have to start believing that you can be, and I think you will be. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's uh, out there yeah. waiting for you. Uh, a pair of uh, Mag 7 races coming up this weekend, too. Uh, Saturday, back in Bedford for the uh, Bat Call Hero 5K. That one's been around for uh, a little while now, and uh, that's a, a really cool race for a really good cause. Yeah. And then on Sunday, Morgan County Fall Foliage 5K up in Martinsville, and uh, that one will be a, a PR course, I'm I'm pretty sure anything in Martinsville tends to be really flat and really fast. That's true. Yeah, it's very fast. It's very flat. And that's a good, both great races. Uh, Bat Cole, um, you know, is, uh, has been around a while. That's a very fun race. Great uh, cause there, like you said. And then um, that fall festival with a great fall weather, it is a real nice uh, race to be involved in, and uh, they do a good job with that. Always have. So. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, before we go, Kelly, we've got to talk about a uh, what happened in Chicago this past weekend. Speaking of fast tracks, yeah. right? So, <laughs> and before we talk about this, Zach, were you a miler in in high school? Yeah. What was your fastest mile? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me that. I was, <laughs> I was JV. I was 502. That's me. Okay. Still, 502. Still, 502 is, is, is a respectable mile. My fastest, and I wasn't a miler. I was an 800-meter runner, but my fastest was about 430. And um, so I want to take those into consideration. Now, you got to remember, Zach and I are going all out when we go, you know, somewhere around 430 or five minutes. This guy, 23-year-old Kelvin Kiptum. Now, I didn't think that this would – it still hasn't been done in my lifetime, but by God, it's, it's pretty darn close. But he goes two hours and 35 seconds for uh, 26.2 miles. That's about a 436 pace. So right in between what Zach and I were doing in high school. Yeah. This guy's in an 23 all-out run old. for one mile, he does it for 26 miles in a row. 26 miles. And – I mean, he beat the record by 34 seconds, which is crazy. But what's incredible about this is he went halfway through the marathon. He was at one hour and 48 minutes, which means he did the second half of the marathon in 59.47. If you're a runner, that's called a negative split. When you split the second half of the race 
faster than you split the first, which is not common. Um, just amazing. Just amazing. I, I, I am... Uh, I'm convinced now in the next few years, if not the next, you know, maybe five to ten, we're going to see a sub two minute or sub two hour uh, marathon. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah. No, this is uh, as big as like a four minute mile. I mean, it's one of those things that people didn't think could possibly happen. And, you know, you've seen uh, big manufacturers like Nike and stuff get behind attempts to do it. And uh, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing to see somebody getting that close to it. It's fun to watch. You got, you got to remember one at one hour and forty eight minutes. He that that or one hour and forty eight seconds. Excuse me, at halfway. I mean, he's outside of world record pace right there. I mean, he had to really. I, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I just it's amazing. I, Zach, have you run a marathon or, or a half? And you have an appreciation. <laughs> I've run a half marathon. No desire to go quite that far though. <laughs> but that's just. I mean, he ran. We just talked about Kyle Stansbury going one seventeen and beating the field by ten seconds. Now, granted, it's the Bedford half marathon i get it but kyle's a decent runner he's a respectable runner this guy was 17 minutes faster than him a halfway at a at a in a, in a full marathon just yeah. i'm blown away by it just absolutely blown away by it but uh you know this is why running such a great sport he's 23 years old he's got plenty of marathons left in him a lot of times these marathon runners don't actually get really good until their late twenties, the men sometimes. So it's uh, oh, we'll yeah. see what uh, it's early on. He's the great candidate to finally be the guy that break that two hour mark. So yep, exactly. It'll be fun amazing. to watch. It's amazing. It yeah. is. It yeah. is. Well, uh, good luck to all our teams at sectionals this weekend. I uh, I know I kind of flippantly said I think they're all going through, but uh, I know coaches don't like it when you just let an athlete assume they've got anything in the bag. They'll go out. They'll work hard, and uh, we'll look forward to talking about them next week as we uh, get into regionals. Because remember, everything's different this year. You only have two stops between you and the state meet, so uh, it's going to be uh, without a semi-state. Just go straight from sectionals to regionals and in different places. It's going to be fun to see how uh, all our local teams do. So, Zach, uh, good luck to your Edgewood team and uh, good luck to North and South. And hopefully we get them all through here. Thank you very much. We'll look forward to it. Kelly, we'll look forward to talking about this next week on the On the Road Again program. Thank you for joining us, sir. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you, and good luck, Zach, this Saturday. Thank you. We'll get this podcast online, whcc105.com, and we'll do it again next Wednesday morning here on Who's Your Country 105.